0: You're listening to Building the Game with Rob and Jason.
1: It's Building the Game with Jason and Rob. For tabletop game design, you really can't go wrong. Building the Game, yeah, Building the Game. Hello and welcome to Building the Game, a documentary podcast. Today is Monday, November, what is it, the 6th or something? November 6th. Uh, November 6th, 2017. This is episode 284. Uh, Rob and Jason, you know the drill. So uh, we're doing another kind of uh, off-the-cuff, out-of-the-studio recording. Sorry about this, guys. Our schedule is a mess.
0: Yeah, the Unpub is coming up this week. We have Unpub in a couple days.
1: Well, um, it was this past weekend. When but I mean, for us, up. though, yeah. it's
0: coming up You know, in a couple of days here. And uh, <coughs> yeah, Halloween is today, the day we're recording. Uh, I have kids. We couldn't do it at night. Uh, so yeah, here we are. So... Uh, the plan is next week to be back in the studio to do two normal full episodes. Try to get
1: back on track. Of course,
0: yeah. we are approaching holidays. Yeah, so things may be hairy, but stick with us. Um, we're not going to miss one. Yes, that's the thing, as you promise. You will have an episode. That's right. It might be piecemeal together and right. recorded you know, in a tunnel, <laughs> uh, specifically a wind tunnel, uh, but it will be there, and it that's will right. be there for you, because we're always there for you right. every Monday morning. Because we love you.
1: Um... <clears throat> Yeah. So, uh, so what's new? How's it going?
0: Oh, it's good. It's good. Um, yeah, I. Uh, uh, I can't talk about that. I. <laughs> uh, I've been working on a game now with somebody else. Uh, I can probably say who now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm working on a game with John Gilmore. Uh, oh, you've talked about the game. Before. Well, this is no. This isn't. Oh, this is that other one. This is that other game. That other thing. thing. Uh, there was a game uh, I was working on. He gave me some amazing feedback. It was a newer game. It was. It, and uh, I don't even know I've talked about the game on the show now, but he gave me some amazing feedback, and uh, and then some more amazing feedback, like to the point where it was like completely changing the design and the theme and everything. And uh, so now we're kind of working on that together, uh, which is cool. I'm not going to talk about the game specifically because uh, I forgot to ask John if he cared if I did. So I'll just say this much. Uh, I don't think that he'll mind that. Um, but I'm really excited about it. It's um, it's a really good game. I feel really good about it. I don't think you've been able to play it. No, I still haven't. Uh, I got a lot of good feedback at Grand Con, specifically from him. Uh, there, the game had one huge problem, and he like figured out how to fix it, and it's completely changed the dynamic of how the game works. But um, yeah, and then it was it needed a theme, and it needed this and that, and uh, and he's been able to help that. So. So, we decided um, that we should work on that together. Uh, so, I'm excited about that. Cool. Because um, it was a game where it was like, I felt like this is as far as I'm going to get this game. I really need somebody to come in, but I know that it's super promising. And so, uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, so Good. he's that guy. So, that's exciting. Good. Um, yeah, that. Uh, I played some other games recently. Uh, I played, uh, my wife and I, we played Sakatsu together okay. for the first time played that uh, twice. She really, really dug it. Good. Um, I mean, as expected. And she did much better the second game than the first game. Sure, that's how it goes. So something I noticed about that game, and I'm curious if you've noticed this as well, Um, I have started... So I I won both games against her. The first one was her very first game. The second one, she really got the strategy, but I still beat her um, by, like, one point. I think it was was tight, but Mm -hmm. the strategy I started in playing that game is Pretty much ignoring getting points during the game, understanding that sometimes I do, and only focusing on scoring huge points at the end and/or blocking yeah. my opponent from doing that. That seems to be the real way to, to 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 win that game. Yeah, that's
1: how I approach it too. I always I always look at flowers before birds. Uh, right. Always, always flowers before birds. Right. And then I then after I've figured out my flower options then I look at interfering with my opponent right. before thinking yeah. about birds.
0: Then you say, oh, I could score a point here. Cool. Like, yeah.
1: Right. Or am I going to stop? If I, I could put it here, that's going to be good points for me at the end of the game and good points for me right now with birds. Or if I put it over on this other spot, I'm not going to get bird points. But in addition to getting myself a bunch of points
0: at the end of the game, I'm going to interfere with my opponent getting yep. a bunch of points. Yeah. And that is always the choice that yeah. I think you make. Absolutely. Um so, yeah, I'm not diminishing any of the strategy or anything in the game. The game is fantastic still. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm just wondering, like, if that's kind of the thing that happens when you play the game at first. You think, oh, I'm scoring points, I'm scoring points. Um, I, the best thing when my wife and I were talking, we likened it to a stone age, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because that has the same type of system where you earn points during the game, and then at the end of the game, you just it, get in it, people's way. Right, but no. At the end of the game, you also score a ton of points. Oh right? well, yeah, 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 it's got end game scoring right. that can grossly affect the outcome of the game, right? Right, the second last um, yeah. and that's kind of what Sakatsu feels like now, yeah. mm-hmm. um, to me. Um, um, honestly, a more simple and elegant version of that, but the same type of idea, yeah. right? Yeah, I think it's one of those games where it, you need a.
1: It's Anybody
0: who's gonna play it needs to play it three times. The first
1: time you think about birds and you're only thinking about birds. And then you score and you realize the importance of flowers. Right. And then you play it a second time and you're thinking about flowers and birds and then you score and then you realize the importance of getting in your opponent's <laughs> way. Oh <laughs> right, right. And then the third time is when you're actually really playing the game for real.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And the, the good news is really compete. It's fun the first two times.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, you yeah. just by the end of the game you're like, oh crap. Right. I should have focused on this and only
1: then so only after everybody who's playing has played it like three times that's when games get intense yeah. Get competitive yeah, yeah, yeah after yeah.
0: that point right the good thing is the gameplay is really fast it's yes. easy to do it's easy to score right You know. so here's a compliment I want to give to the game it's a stupid little thing that is an amazing idea and whoever thought of this if it was Isaac if it was Matt if it was just somebody at IDW you're my hero uh-huh. and that is and I know you appreciate this too on the back of the rules, on the back of the rules book, the scoring counts are back there for uh, every game. yeah. So, like, you don't have to open the rule book and search for it. I leave um, the rule book in the box, face up, mm-hmm. and I know how to score at the end of the game. Yep. Um, and that was the best idea anyone's ever had. Like, and it's not fancy. It's just the little scoreboard in the top chart. corner. It Simple doesn't, chart. like, it's not overly graphic design to right. make it look like it really, it's just, it's just placed there. Yep. And it's amazing. It's also in the book. Right. Oh, yeah. As right. part of the but that, at the end it's just your quick reference. Quick reference is perfect. Genius idea. Exactly so what they need. Right. kudos to whoever thought of that. Right. Uh it We've, makes the game infinitely more playable in a in a faster right. way. We've
1: played the game Christina, a couple of dozen times and mm-hmm. we always still have the rule book out every time
0: for that reference. Yeah. Yeah, 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 100%. yeah. Right. So cuz this they're not counterintuitive the way the scores work Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's some mathematical formula knowing math as to why they're calculated the way they are (laughs) I mean God forbid it was like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 8 because Matt would you know lose his mind Uh trust me I know that Um, steam pour out of his ears It, did, it does it yeah. does. He played on real estate and he yelled at me a lot about it. He yelled, screamed, <laughs> was belligerent. Pounding the table. That's not true. Throwing chairs. He was very emphatic about why I was wrong though. And yeah. he told me a bunch of stuff about math and stuff and perceptions. that <laughs> um, was over my head, frankly. So sorry, Matt. But anyways, um, yeah, yeah yeah. I uh, <clears throat> I really love that game. I'm trying to think what else we played. I played other games, I don't remember what they were. Hmm. Um but yeah, we were playing actually camping, playing games camping, so cool. we brought a card table, set it up, and played good. on a card table, because picnic tables are one of the worst places to play. Oh, they're so filthy. Especially outside, with, yeah. the, with the holes in them, especially, yeah. like, oh, oh yeah. just drop stuff.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, let's see, a couple of updates. So Epic Monster Tea Party is still on Kickstarter right now. It How's that doing? It? Uh, it's doing good. As of today, we are about, I think we're about seven backers away from funding sweet so should be funded any day now it's been a little slow it's been a little slow um, but I don't know I don't know that Playco's done a whole lot of outreach and a whole lot of advertising Right. Um, but uh, I think we're definitely going to fund I don't right. think that's, that's a question
0: I have to expect it your, your backing from Builders is probably really helping you guys. I,
1: I'm sure it is, right. And Builders, uh, you guys that have supported the game, I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, we're going to hit the goal. That's not a problem. I just really hope we hit those stretch goals, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, they've got three of them out there uh, r- announced right now, and I think I think all three of them are pretty cool. Yeah. So it would be great to be able to hit all of those. Um, so that's that's going well. Um, I am still working with uh, Card Lords on Eight Arms to Hold You. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been talking about some major um, major adjustments to that game, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, like it's it's one of those things, you know, where I felt like the game was done. You know, I was like, mm-hmm. hey, this is done. I'm really happy right. with it. And I think I think that that game was done and that game was fun. Obviously, it was fun enough that that a publisher was interested in, and wanted it. But we've been talking more about revisions and doing some more testing. And uh, and I think it's, it's it's some changes are being made. I think for the better. I'm gonna. I'll say I had that with me at Unpub Midwest mm-hmm. last weekend. Over this past weekend, or, or you know the next couple of days for us here, um, <clears throat> where I'll be uh, playtesting some adjustments um, to, to simplify it for you guys. To, if anybody doesn't remember, it's a it's a kind of a mashup of a trick taker and uh, press your luck game. Right. And uh, in the trick taking portion, there were there was there were fifty cards in the deck. There are actually sixty eight. So there are eighteen octopus cards, and then fifty number cards, numbered one through fifty. Okay what we're doing is we're changing that to there's still 50 number cards, but they're numbered 1 to 25. So there's 2 1s, 2 2s, 2 3s, 2 4s, 2 5s. Um, And so what that means then is that the spread between the highest and lowest number is not so big. Uh, And so it's not as swingy. It's not as Mm -hmm. as dramatic swingy. And it makes the lower point cards more meaningful, which is great. Uh, And then in the case where if you're putting down cards during a trick and two people put down the, the, the same number and it's the highest number, then the winner of the, the trick just goes to whoever the next highest number is. Cool. And so it's a way to, it's also, it's kind of a, it becomes a way to interfere. Not It's not just either, I'm going to win the round, I'm going to play an octopus, or I'm going to lose. It's, I might win, I might lose, I might play an octopus, or I might get in someone else's way. Right. So it adds, adds another layer of, of, of options assuming you have the card in your hand to those tricks, which is a pretty cool idea. So uh, I'll probably spend most of one day at Unpub uh, just playing that with folks to get feedback on that. But I'm pretty excited about that. We're also working
0: on a name change. Two pincers in a in a poison tail to hold you is that is that is that a spoiler? Yeah, probably not going to go that <laughs> way. Um, but since there's a little bit
1: of a theme adjustment going going with this here, because you know, previously it previously was, hey, octopuses getting stuffed animals out of a claw machine, right? We, we're adjusting and saying, hey, the, the octopuses are just sharing things that they found on the ocean floor Mm -hmm. you know it might be stuffed animals might be toys might be a hard hat you know so so that that will open up a lot of art options Mm -hmm. and and uh and thematically it won't be as you you don't have to explain it you don't have to explain it so much right yeah so but with that it's 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 not strictly about snuggling with stuffed animals anymore so the eight arms to hold your name isn't quite as doesn't make as much sense so we're we're brainstorming some ideas for um, name changes, and I'm certainly open to suggestions. Eight arms of death. Good, great, like that one.
0: Eight arms of set collection.
1: Good, even better. <laughs> Keep them coming, builders. You two guys. If you uh, if you have any suggestions, I would love to hear those. Octopi said, "What? Oh, yeah, that's that's maybe the best one yet." <laughs> so um, that's that's what's going on with that. Um, Simple Surgery, I still can't talk about anything around that. Hopefully in the new year we'll be able to, to share more yeah. on Simple Surgery, but I'm very uh, pleased with that. And I think that is all the updates that I've got. Oh, and if anybody out there was a backer of the Slim Tycoon expansion uh, and didn't see the recent update from uh, AJ and Evan, looks like there was a printing delay, there were some 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 issues with, uh, with the the factory in China that slowed everything down and was shipping, it looks like that's delayed into, I think they estimated maybe January Okay. for, for that to start What shipping. was the original hope for that? Uh, I think it was before <coughs> Christmas okay. was the original hope. So it's delayed about a month into, into the beginning of 2018 is what they right. said. So, it happens but yeah, too. refer to the Kickstarter update for more information on that if you guys are curious. Um, that's all the uh, just stuff updates.
0: <laughs> um, one of the things I just want to throw out there real quick is a plug. Um, check out uh, Forest of Fun, uh, mm. best GOS, best GOS ever. Forest of Fun mm. is on Kickstarter. It's already funded. It's already hit the first stretch goal. So yeah, yeah
1: um, I played that with uh, with Jason and a couple other folks at um, Unpub earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Unpub Prime. Uh, and it was fun I mean it's it's Best tree house ever right? right That game's fun It's a great game <clears throat> Right This adds uh, another layer Of, of some cool right. stuff To it And this. the ability to play With eight players I believe If yeah. you combine the two Games together yep. Yeah yep, yep. Right Which so, is also okay. very cool
0: And he has a level Where you can get both games Plus I think he did the thing Where the new box Fits both boxes Yes Which I love when they That's do that That's great so. Right <clears throat> That's a smart idea sure is mm-hmm. So Yeah 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 so we're going to talk about a topic for a bit here today. Yeah. Um, well, so there's two things that we
1: wanted to talk about. Um, one, I don't know. This has just kind of been on our minds, thinking about. Um, well, so Tom Vassell uh, from the Dice Tower, who is kind of a leader in our in our community, kind of kind of said some stuff on an episode of their show that I think didn't go. Down real well with the community, and I, I just want to say right up, straight up, I haven't, I read about it, I haven't watched this video. I did watch the video. Okay,
0: and read about it.
1: <clears throat> he, I think he made some some comments about. Uh, my understanding is that he made some comments about brick and mortar um, game stores and retailers, and how uh, the message that was conveyed to me. Again, haven't watched the video, so I hope I'm not putting words in his mouth. Uh, and you, you're welcome to correct me if you want to. But the message that he was saying was that that. Brick and mortar retailers, local local game shops are are going out of business, and that's that's kind of a kind of a good riddance thing. That you know who needs them? Yeah, We've got re- online retailers, and the internet is so much a much much better place and a better community for gamers.
0: Right, and I think that the words he used were something along the lines of, um, you know, we're being charged with save the game stores, save your friendly local game stores, and he's saying why? Why bother? Good riddance, you know. I mean, yeah. Sure, they do some good things. He said some some pretty negative remarks about the clientele. Um, yeah, that I won't go into, but they they were negative, and you're welcome to look it up on your own if you want to. Um, but they were, you know, I.
1: And, and it was it was so extreme that Gamma even came out and released a statement, a post statement right. saying, right. "Hey, no, 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 we love our." Our small yes. game retailers, we love stores, yes. and we support them. They're an important part of this industry, Right, right. And, and we don't <clears throat> agree with that sentiment at all.
0: Right, and so we've got a pretty cool local game store in town, and we've supported that for years. Absolutely. We've done events there. We've played a lot of games there over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there are advantages to friendly local game stores. There are advantages to going on Amazon and buying stuff. Sure. Um, you know, uh, our game store has a pretty decent selection. They don't have everything that you'd hope they would, but they have a they pretty decent selection, right? right. right. Um, and they ours actually does things at like a twenty percent discount, mm-hmm. which makes it a little more comparable to like uh, Amazon. And what I they mean, they charge. know what their competition
1: is, yeah, right? Yes. And they're not stupid. No, no, yeah. no,
0: no. When they their displays are set up very smartly to try yeah. and draw attention to things, and uh, yeah, yeah. So they you know they know what they're doing. Um, for, for me,
1: and so I think the next day or a couple of days later, I think Tom put out another uh, message where he kind of apologized. Kind of. Kind, yeah. Let's see. But and I think that was kind of the most troubling thing is that when he when he said this again, haven't watched it. I did. I know him in the second hand. <laughs> so you tell me if I'm wrong or not. He kind of said, "I stand by everything I said, but I'm sorry
0: about the way I said it." He said, "I stand by most everything I said." Okay. Um, but. I said it in a way that seemed to be offensive to some people and what he really said was um, that I the one thing I did appreciate that he said that struck me was I didn't add anything positive to the conversation so and he's right I don't necessarily listen I'm not dogging on Tom Bass. I'm just saying I don't watching that video I didn't necessarily feel like he actually meant to apologize I kind of felt like he was like well wow, crap people are pissed about this so I should apologize right mm-hmm. um, and I just don't You know, I guess I don't... I know sometimes we can talk about things negatively, but I guess it's... What I always like to think about with us, you know, especially being a documentary podcast, we throw something negative out. It's generally because we're trying to... um, You know, we're talking about an issue that we're trying to get around um, or a bad experience we've had personally. um, And it's, you know, it's it's that, right? Yeah. I mean, what he was doing was a point-by-point... You know, telling of why friendly local game stores are are worthless or sorry not really worthwhile in general I won't say worthless he didn't say that but why it's unnecessary to try and save them and why it's okay if they just went away um, you know and that uh, yeah that, that bothers me right because it's um, yeah I mean it's just like it's like just putting a big Facebook post out about why something sucks so bad yeah. and it's like hey or you can just keep that opinion to yourself, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, so that you know, that's what I don't understand. There are tons of negative thoughts you and I have. Sure, that we share with one another, and never share in this show, because the fact of the matter is, we're not necessarily leaders uh, in the gaming podcast we're community, not by any stretch. but we are voices that are out there, and we're voices that are heard by a lot of people. Um, and we try to focus on that, and and I think that's a responsibility that Rob and I feel like we have. Um, and, and Tom Vassell has that 100-fold, right? Absolutely. Um, and, you know, we are not affiliated with the Dice Tower. We never have been. Uh, we have always been and it always will be an independent podcast um, affiliated with no one but ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that. so that I'm thankful for that when something like this happens, that we are only accountable to our own sure. dickery when we have problems. Right. Um, and there have been times when we've, that's been the case, and we've been culpable for those. But it's just us. Uh, he is representing hundreds of people, really, right, mm-hmm. what I, like that work with him and for him, um, and that, that's too bad that, yeah, that he bummer. did that. Um, again, hey, we all say crappy things sometimes. We all make mistakes. Sure. Uh, I think this is just a good reminder for those of us in the industry that have a voice and a platform, big or small, Uh, They were remembering to maybe, you know, use that platform for for good stuff, Mm -hmm. not to tear things down, right? That's right, yeah. Because the fact of the matter is, yeah, sometimes you have to tear stuff down, right? When it's for the the positive, right? When it's for helping things. But, you know, tearing down brick-and-mortar game stores doesn't do anything for anyone, right? It detracts for some people. Right. For others, it doesn't mean anything. But it doesn't, it's not a win for anyone. It doesn't help Amazon that those go away. Amazon's doing just fine, right? Um, Yeah. So yeah
1: yeah <clears throat> it, anyway so you know I mean whatever like, like you said Tom's Tom's a human being we're all human beings and everybody says things that they regret from time to time and uh, and everybody but whatever you know like so it's it's one of those things that's floating out there in the air in the community right now and we felt like
0: it was worth commenting on
1: worth commenting on yeah again I don't know that we're adding anything to the conversation either uh, honestly. Um,
0: well I mean I think What I was trying to add there Was that we need People with a platform yeah. to remember There you go You have a platform And people listen to you And while you're going to Offend some people sometimes mm-hmm. I mean certainly You and I Have made political statements That I'm sure Have offended some people Sure probably And we're okay with that Right Yeah um, But those statements Were made in defense of others um, mm-hmm. Which is Which is different To me Yeah You may disagree Listeners or builders Out there but um, You know Yeah Yeah
1: so anyway,
0: that's where we find ourselves.
1: Yeah, just on, on our minds. Very curious about builder thoughts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and we also don't mean to drag anybody's name through the mud or keep keep harping on a subject that
0: everybody's ready to let go. So anyway. right. Anyway, yeah. So if people don't have comments. That's cool. We'll yeah, just move on. Right. So. Um, so anyway, so let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. So we had a short topic to cover. I was probably going to pitch a game, but I don't think I'm going to bother just because we're going to run out of time. Okay. but Because this was actually a pretty good topic you came up with on the, on the fly. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I had one expression for it, but you had a different expression for it. So my expression was, don't be too precious about your game designs. Now, yeah. we've used this in the past. I want to say what we're not going to talk about here. We've used this in the past to talk about... Um, being afraid to share things with people, being secretive, right? Yeah. We've all done that, right? I mean, like, it's just a thing. You think, I have the world's greatest idea. I shouldn't share it with anyone. I'm going mm-hmm. to keep it to myself, mm-hmm. and, and I'm going to be real sneaky. Well, yeah, that doesn't work. Um, I mean, it right. could work, but it doesn't – it's unnecessary for the most part.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so that's not what we're going to talk about. What Rob was thinking of with this subject really was – I believe, based mm-hmm. on your original thoughts, was being willing to just throw something away to say, This design isn't working, I'm precious about it, boy, is it the best idea I've ever had, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch it or I'm gonna throw away a piece of it.
1: Well that's the thing. Yeah. So Right. So so like so um that quest game, right? This is the game that I bring with me to Umpub. Uh-huh. Um, I, I renamed it Barrow. I think I mentioned that on a previous episode, yeah. uh, and it's uh, it was built around that that um, dice ro- rolling the d12s and finding matches, right? Right. That that was the core mechanic for the game, and and it was the game grew from that, trying to trying to create something with that as a heart of it. And as that game's continued to grow, and and I've been doing some more some more work on it. Uh, building a new prototype, really thinking through turn order and, and turn actions and all kinds of stuff. And and I should say, that I'm recording this before Unpub, right? and I'm going to do a lot of playtesting and kind of nail this down. But, right. But the further along I'm getting, the more I'm feeling like um, the game is better without that dice rolling and matching mechanic. Ah, um, and which, this was, which to be fair, is the game originally. It was that it was the that, whole was, the whole, that yeah. was the whole point yeah. of this game, right? And yeah. this is this is, and I think I said on last week's episode that um, that i would gotten a lot of feedback on Twitter from Seth Jaffe uh, with suggestions and ideas to explore this idea further. And one of his main suggestions was throw out the dice rolling thing. That sounds like Seth, man. and I kind of feel like he might be <laughs> right. You know, like I don't want to let it go. I don't want to let it go, but I feel like it might just. It might be completely unnecessary in cool. just a totally
0: arbitrary moment. So one of the things to remember, this is my advice to you, one of the things to remember is that you don't have to throw that mechanic away. That's mm. a perfectly fine mechanic. It's just you've stumbled onto a game that's 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 not yeah. matched with that mechanic. Right. So drop that mechanic, work on the game, know that you've got that mechanic. I mean, how many, like, I, you know, I've had... Like you think of how many games I pitch where I repitch the same mechanic with yeah. a different theme because sure. like you're trying to make it stick. You're like, this is a good mechanic, darn it. Why, why won't it stick to a theme? Yeah, maybe it's because it's actually a bad mechanic. In this case, that's not the case. I mean, it's just that the game has grown into something else. And right. It, it, here's what's really good. Yeah. Right? One more thing, and then you can talk. Sorry. This is what's <laughs> really good. Is as a designer, you've grown to the point where you're not making the first time game designer thing, right? Which is always I have ten thousand things in this game and this is really four games or three games or even two games yeah, yeah. you're saying these, this is two games let's drop this part the part that I love mm-hmm. and let's move on you sure know?
1: yeah so I yeah I don't know we'll see where this goes um, I, I really am very interested to see how feedback comes in over this coming weekend um, but yeah I, I also worry about just copying Saloon Tycoon's structure um, I mean obviously the 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 main the thing that everybody thinks about with Saloon Tycoon is building three D structure, right? Building yeah. the three stacking yeah. cubes and tiles, building the thing. That's cool. That's the focus of it. But for me, I mean, that's that that was always the inspiration for the game. But the core uh, function of the game is one action per turn, and and any number of free actions. And
0: I have fallen back to that. Um, it's even a hex grid. Oh my gosh! This is every game we've ever tried to design. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and I
1: worry about I worry about going back to that well, right? And and that 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 core that core concept is is you know one action per turn plus any number of free actions that are that are defined. And if you want more actions, you can spend one of your free actions to spend a bunch of gold for more actions. Which and I worry that that it's again that's going back to the well. It's going back to the familiar. And that I'm just trying to paste some other stuff on around it to replace the, the 3D building. And, but, but it also works really well. And it's right. simple, and
0: it's approachable, and it's accessible. And, Two words. Yeah. Bruno Cathala, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. That dude made a living off the Mr. Jack system, right? Sure. Uh, and was incredibly blatant about it. I mean, like, Phantom of the Opera yeah. literally says the Mr. Jack system, right? True he just tweaks it slightly. Yeah. And I'm not dogging you guys know I'm not dogging on Bruno Catholic. Yeah. he's he's my dude, but um but there's nothing wrong with that, right? Yeah. I mean, but but
1: if I if I have the rolling the dice as the, as the core mechanic as the kind of the main driver for what you're doing on a turn, then then for me that's different enough. But if I take that out, then it's just it's just the roots of Saloon Tycoon, with different different branches and leaves on top, growing on top of it.
0: So, but here's another way to look at it: it's the roots of Saloon Tycoon, um, with other branches and leaves on top of it. But it's a good game, or it's not Saloon Tycoon, but it's also not very good because well, these two things yeah, aren't working together. I mean, you're not wrong. About you that. could even turn that into: this is like Saloon Tycoon, but people are going to play it. <laughs> this is not like and Tycoon, I'm going to throw it away and work on something else, right? Yeah, right. Um, you, you're talking about an action point system basically. Mm-hmm. That A gajillion games have used the action point yeah. system, including several things you and I have designed. You just found a way to really make it click. But I mean, hell, you're basically ripping off other games, not your own game, right? I mean, if you're ripping off your own game, it's because you ripped off other games in your original game, right? And the action point system yeah. is a thing. Sure. Buying actions, that's a thing. I mean, you can do that.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it most directly ripped off from Dominion.
0: Yeah. yeah. There you go. Right. See? Don't rip off Donnie X, man. He will come a-knocking. <laughs> he is the danger. He is the one who knocks. I just, I have no idea. I don't know that guy. He's I just like calling him Donnie X. Donnie X, yeah. He probably wouldn't like that. No, right? I don't know that. him, so whatever.
1: All right. We're out of time, though. Sorry, uh, Builders. This is a shorty
0: of an episode. Yeah. Um, Quick updates here. So, anyways, I think think we made some progress talking about that. Yeah, sure. Builders, add to the add to the conversation there. Yes. um, So that we can talk more about it. Um, If it's not already up, check our website. But um, there should be a new tab called Discord at the top of our website with step by step instructions or a link or whatever how to do it. Uh, Join our Discord. Was great to help to join our Discord group so you can talk. Right now, Neil pointed out that no one can join it uh, because they don't have the link. Um, so, anyways, we're putting the link out there. So, please join up if you want. Yep. Uh, either Rob, myself, or likely Neil will approve you to be in the group because Neil is like on it like that. Yeah. Um, and uh, the Not Trump contest is still going on yep. until the end of November. Yep. Um, we have had some amazing, uh, some amazing uh, suggestions, and I want to say if you've already made a suggestion, I'm going to give you some advice. if you've already made a suggestion, you want to resubmit your same suggestion. Uh, with, with what I'm asking for right now, feel free to do that. Okay. Um, and I'll just delete your original and keep that one. Several of the ones that have spoken to me so much, they've explained the why of the name they've picked, the mm-hmm. word they've picked, and that is that is I don't know about Rob is cold and dead, but for me, you he really help sell me like that. Basically, understanding like I picked this word because of this, mm-hmm. and this is the meaning behind it. Um, and that has been really good to okay. hear people say that. Uh, so some of our best things have been have included that. Sure,
1: I, uh, I did some research, and by research, meaning I read Wikipedia. Uh, the origin of the word Trump in that context is actually uh, uh, originally it was started u- being used in the 16th century. Wow! Uh, for for as a part of whatever card game eventually became modern tarot cards, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a five suit. Deck of anyway, uh, and it was it was a shortening of the Triumph suit.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Which is
1: I thought was fascinating. So
0: yeah, fortunately, yeah. In that case, when I think of Trump and Triumph, I just think of something like Triumph of the Will. So that's not good. Nope. So that, But that is immediately what pops into my mind.
1: So uh, yeah. So get those entries into us at buildinggamepodcast at gmail uh, again, remember, it's, we, it, we're not looking for Trump jokes. Right. We are looking for something to distance itself
0: from right. that.
1: I think Garrison Keillor also weighed in.
0: Yeah. Um, somebody, one of the builders shared that with us, um, and I appreciate that. The uh, builder that shared that with us was Stephen Newhouse. Stephen, uh, thank you. And he said, um, uh, yeah, he specifically said that Garrison Keillor talked about this uh, in the Chicago Tribune. Um and specifically um said card players refer to the lead suit as the jumpsuit. Jumpsuit um which I don't really like because it sounds like a like you're wearing a jumpsuit. Uh and then I'm all confused. Uh but uh yeah, but that is so that's what Garrison Keto says and actually do really like that guy. Uh but in this case Garrison you're wrong. You're wrong, dude. You're wrong. And Prairie Home Companion is much worse now that you're gone. Oh gosh! How could <sighs> I mean, it's.
1: I mean, I was never a huge fan of that show. But sometimes, if it was on, I'd be like, you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna right. turn this off. But now, I just
0: at least Garrison Keillor's voice. Right, I like listening to that.
1: That right? guy, and he looks like a frog, and that's okay. He does. And that's okay. And but this new guy, I just I can't stand his voice.
0: Anyway, is it um, Iron Glass? Because I know you love. It's that
1: not. Guy. It's Iron Glass. <laughs> I'm eh, I'm on the fence about I <laughs> Jad Abumrod though and Robert crawlwich Radio Lab, those guys are Yeah,
0: they're pretty cool. Those yeah, guys yeah. are BA. Yeah, I like yeah. them. So anyway. So that's that. Um, so submit <laughs> that. Please submit it in writing to Building the Game con, uh, Building the Game Podcast at gmail.com. That's right. With the hat, with the title Not Trump Not in the subject Trump. line. Uh, to make sure we don't miss any of these. Right. Um
1: Okay. Yeah. And uh, please support Epic Monster Tea Party and Kickstarter. Right. Yes. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, thirty bucks gets you a copy. It does. Okay. And I guess that's it. That's all we do. That is it. All right. Good night,
0: builders. Good night. See you guys. Game is a co-production of Imminent Entertainment and poorly designed studios. All of the ideas presented by Rob and Jason are property of the Building the Game podcast.